Here's our second installment of the Life Steps Live podcast, and we're going to start to unfold something that God uh, gave me to give myself some framework for living as a disciple of Jesus some years ago. I called it Fruitful Disciple. I've been able to teach this as a conference uh, three times and to teach it as a series a few times, and I want to tell you, it's a framework about how I think about my everyday life, and today I just want to introduce it. I want to prepare us for about a dozen sessions in this Fruitful Disciple. Every one of these is really just an introduction into a broader idea um, about how we live our life on a day-to-day basis as disciples of Jesus. And so today, um, I want to just jump in at John 15. John 15. The Bible reads like this, beginning at John 15, 1, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches, who Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. Really, I could go on and on, but. Um, being a fruitful disciple really begins with that simplistic call of Jesus to come and follow him, right? That call to follow Jesus is to take up his way of life. Immediately though, you look at that and it is it is impossible. How in the world could I live like Jesus? If you were just to think about the miracle elements of his life, you say, how in the world could I walk on water, calm storms, raise the dead, heal lepers, turn water into wine, right? On and on and on. You just feel like it's totally impossible. Or if you look like at the wisdom elements, how did he always know how to give the right answer to everyone? I'm stuttering when the DMV person asks me, do I have my insurance slip? I mean, it feels impossible. Um, how can I live with moral perfection? You know, I think the theological term for how I feel about that possibility is, is I mean, it feels impossible. So this this call of Jesus to follow him is also an invitation to totally be experiencing divine help. Divine help. Uh, You just come follow me. And yes, you uh, even trying to live like this is utterly impossible. You will need help. And so in that call to follow Jesus, I greet the impossible in regards to my flesh with the likely in regards to regards to God's power. In other words, simply put, I can, he can, right? I can't, he can, right? 
And so I learned that the secret of, 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 of transformation, the secret of Christian living, it does not lie in my ability to grit my teeth and be a good guy. Granted, there are moments when you know you are bridling the tongue, right? Uh, except the Apostle James says, what man can bridle the tongue, right? There's moments where you feel like I am not saying what I want to say. All right. That is a partnership between you and God to obey and let his power come over you. So granted, there feels like these moments where the decision is on you, right? But you wouldn't even be facing that decision in your flesh. I would not be facing that decision in my flesh if the spirit of the living God was not bringing the choices of life and death before me. So here I am, even on my best moments, when I'm when I can literally feel myself fighting my flesh to do the right thing, I know it's the power of God that I'm even presented with a notion to choose something besides my own way. I know it's the power of God when I when I do choose my own way, right? So I, I, just to take up the call to follow Jesus feels impossible. And I want, I want, to, I want to recognize that up front. As we go into all of that, uh, all of these thoughts over the next few weeks about being a fruitful disciple, I want to recognize up front that it feels absolutely impossible to have even a modicum of success in following Jesus. And so where, where my human flesh feels utterly weak, I am pleased to report that it is his spirit that is always able. I feel utterly powerless and he is impeccably powerful. I, I feel like you can sum me up in two or three words. You know, he always fails. <laughs> but they come up with a word that doesn't even describe God, ineffable. That means he can't be described, right? <laughs> I'm very limited, he's unlimited. So what do I do? I just take the call, follow Jesus. Confessing all my weakness, laying all my need before him consistently, constantly. And so uh, I'm a man of much weakness, uh, meeting a God of much strength. And um, the story is not about me being the hero of my life or of other people's lives. It's about the hero saving my life. And then, uh, you know, being in my life, empowering my life, and making me a sidekick to his adventures. So I, I turn to John 15 as an introduction because follow me feels like, uh, you know, just to begin, follow me feels overwhelming. And he goes ahead and tells us point blank, you're not going to be able to do this without me. In the passage, you see something that has no fruit. He wants it to bear some fruit. You see something that has some fruit. He wants it to bear more fruit. You see something that has more fruit. He wants it to bear much fruit. He even tells us the way you'll prove, the way you'll preach to your heart, the way you'll testify to the world is that you be fruit bearing. This brings God glory. It brings your heart confirmation. It gives your witness power. And so I, I just see that in following Jesus, the goal of my life is to be a fruitful disciple, to, to be a disciple of Jesus and to be a fruit bearing disciple for God's glory, for my own good, for my witness to the world. This is the goal of life. And I'm totally bought into it. I'm totally passionate about it. To be a fruitful disciple is my calling. I, I would contend that 
to be a disciple of Jesus, to be a fruitful disciple of Jesus is the calling of every believer. If you are a Christian, you are a disciple of Jesus. If you're not a disciple of Jesus, you're not a Christian. If you are a disciple of Jesus, his intention for you, for me, for any person who's a disciple of Jesus is that we bear fruit, much fruit. Side note, side note. In John chapter 8, he says that there's this one point that uh, he says in John 8 in the 30s. I think it's 31, 32, somewhere around there. He, you know, there's this point he says, um, here's how you'll prove you're my disciple, that you abide in my word. And then over in John 13, again, in around 31, 32, somewhere in that range, he says, uh, love one another as I've loved you and so prove it to be my disciple. Then here's a third place here in John 15, bear fruit and so prove to be a disciple. So, so there's this thing that happens, right? We abide in his word, which is fruit bearing. We love others, which is fruit bearing. And then we bear a lot of other kind of fruit, which brings God glory, which gives our witness power. And it even proves or affirms to our own heart, our own mind, our own intellect, to our own doubts, our own fears. I am a disciple of Jesus because his power is abiding in me. He's bringing me to points of decision. He's putting me in places of influence. He's giving me words of witness. I am a transformed and transforming person because of the power of God is in me. I want to be as near to that power as I possibly can. And this gets me excited, guys. This is just a taste of some of the things we're going to unfold during this fruitful disciple um, um, teaching, this fruitful disciple, these sessions, whatever you want to call them, these podcasts. This is what God wants for every person, to have a shameless, passionate pursuit of purpose. Let me say it again, a shameless, something that you don't have to be ashamed of at all, a shameless, passionate pursuit of purpose, something to do every day that you don't have to be ashamed of, that you can be passionate about. What is that? Being a fruitful disciple, bearing fruit for God's glory, bearing fruit for your witness, bearing fruit for the affirmation of your own walk to yourself. So here's the introduction. This is God's desire for you. Thank you guys so much for listening to Light Steps Live. I pray that over the next few weeks that this shameless pursuit, this passionate pursuit of purpose will capture your heart in a fresh way and you will see that this is exactly what Jesus wants for you. Whereas the enemy wants to take something beautiful and turn it into something ugly, God wants to take something ugly and turn turn it into something beautiful. Where the enemy wants to take things that are, are already broken and decimate them, God wants to take decimated things and make them useful. This is just his way. And he wants us to be fruit bearing disciples, fruitful disciples. So the next few weeks, cannot wait to unfold this with you all. Thank you guys for listening, watching. Bless you today. Pray the Lord richly blesses you in Christ Jesus, that you see him as the treasure of treasures in your life and that you, you, you know, whatever it takes to have that treasure your as yours and as the focus of your life i pray today that that treasure is first and foremost in your life thank you guys for listening peace in christ i pray
Friends, we cut short our teaching time on today's podcast because we wanted to introduce a different sort of teaching. I have a dear friend who I work with in My Life Matters and who is also the uh, worship leader in our local church, Andrew Liggett, and I've invited him today to talk about one of his original songs and then to share that song with us here on Light Steps Live. Andrew is a super talented guy in more ways than music. But I'll tell you, we really enjoy being drawn near to the throne of God through how God has drawn Andrew out with music. Hope you enjoy hearing from Andrew today, both in word and in song. Tim, thank you so much for that really gracious introduction. I want to sing a song today. It's called Losing. It's essentially about the cost of discipleship. You know, over the years, sometimes I have, uh, I've been one to short sell the cost of following Jesus. Uh, it may be in simple ways like, you know, do you want to come volunteer with My Life Matters? It's just a few hours every week. Or do you want to give financially to this particular cause? It's just a few dollars a month. The reality is Jesus was never one to short sell his own value. He called people to give up their lives, to give up their families, to give up their livelihood, their jobs, their ambitions. He said, come follow me. And he said, unless you are for me, then you are against me. You know, Jesus was saying two things at the same time. He was saying that he was worth it. And secondly, he was saying that life without him was worth less. So, uh, this song, Losing, is, is essentially about fully embracing life with Jesus and in the process, losing all kinds of things that were your value markers, they were your ambitions, they were the, the stability for your life. They may, they may have been your identity and the reality is your identity does get lost in Christ. But we all understand to fully enjoy something is to fully immerse yourself in it, to lose yourself into it, to be to be swept away uh, by a beautiful symphony, or to be lost in thought, or to be drawn into a relationship where who you are before is totally lost to who you are together now. And this is the invitation in Christ, that we would lose ourselves, and in so doing, we would actually find what it truly means to be human, You know, right now, our version of humanity is to twist everything, to bend the world in on serving us. And in so doing, we isolate and we fight and we disconnect from people around us. But in Christ, if we lose ourselves in Christ, we actually, for the first time, lift our eyes. We stand up straight. We open our hands and become self-giving, self-confident, selfless, Christ-like. So this song is about the cost of discipleship, but in paying that cost, in losing all that you have been clinging to, you finally gain the one worth having. I'm losing my mind, losing control, I'm losing my diversified portfolio. Losing my self-esteem and the glossy sheen of my identity But I don't care what I lose 
If I get you live today. Our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. This episode series is sponsored by anonymous donors from the body of Christ. Light Steps live music provided by Banjo Ben. Have you been searching for a way to learn how to play the banjo, mandolin, or guitar from an expert while also enjoying the comfort of your home? Banjo Ben is the answer. Visit banjobin.com. You'll find the package that fits your budget, the expert who can teach you how to play, and the online community who will support and join you in the grand adventure of learning to unleash your passion for music. Tim Bowes is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club.